Hello and welcome to another in our series of CompuSchmooze podcasts. This is Steve Lubetkin. I'm the author of the CompuSchmooze column that appears monthly in the Jewish Community Voice of Southern New Jersey, published by the Jewish Federation of Southern New Jersey. You can visit our website at www.compuschmooze.com, or you can subscribe to our blog, which is at feeds.feedburner.com forward slash compuschmooze, C-O-M-P-U-S-C-H-M-O-O-Z-E. I have been writing the CompuSchmooze column in the Jewish Community Voice for about nine years, and this year we have launched a series of blog entries and podcast interviews with people who are connected to some of the technologies that we feature in the printed column in The Voice. Our topic for this podcast is the Shas Pod. The Shas Pod is an innovative approach to delivering the Daf Yomi cycle. The Daf Yomi is, of course, for those of you familiar with it, the study of Talmud a page at a time over a seven and a half year cycle. The twelfth cycle was begun um, a little over a month ago, in the beginning of March 2005, after the completion of the eleventh cycle. And around the time of the completion of the cycle, the um, inventor of the Shas Pod, a gentleman by the name of Yehuda Schmidman, uh, developed the idea that people studying the Talmud in this seven-and-a-half-year cycle would benefit from having an opportunity to carry audio lectures with them in a convenient format. Many students of the Talmud carry CDs or cassette tapes to listen to their favorite rabbi describing and explaining the various portions of the Talmud, and they find this to be a little inconvenient when they're carrying them on buses and trains or in their cars because the complete set of lectures takes up hundreds and hundreds of tapes. What Yehuda Schmidman has done is to take those tapes from one of the popular rabbis, a rabbi David Grossman from Los Angeles, and make them available in a preloaded iPod. And that's what our interview is about today. We'll hear from Yehuda about how he got the idea for the Shaspod. We'll also hear a short sample of one of the lectures by Rabbi Grossman. So, uh, Yehuda, tell me a little bit about the Shaspod. How did you get uh, the idea to do this? Sure. Well, first of all, thanks so much for the opportunity to tell you about it and, and uh, I guess, promote it and, and let other people know about it. Really appreciate your time. Um, Shaspod is a, a, you know, fantastic idea, I believe. It came about, um, you know, essentially around the timing of the CM of Shas when uh, the CM was imminent and promotion around the CM was, was all around and everyone was talking about how they were about to finish the Dafyomi or even if they hadn't participated in the Dafyomi, how exciting it was that the CM of Shas was culminating the 11th uh, Dafyomi cycle. Um, when you think about all the different technologies that have been out there in the marketplace today, whether it was uh, tape shiurim or just online shiurim or some people now have video shiurim, uh, you know, the idea just came about of how, how great it could be if you could take someone's complete set of tapes, um, and of course now the tapes are, are easily converted to MP3, to take and work with someone's collection of MP3 technology, uh, MP3 Dafyomi, and actually preload it on an iPod in one shot and allow someone the ability to essentially just work with one device without having to figure out how to work with tapes, to work with technology, um, and basically in an all-in-one fashion be able to learn the 12th uh, Dafyomi cycle. Uh, so the idea just came about. It actually 
uh, was probably not more than two weeks before the Dafyomi that the idea started, you know, I started bouncing off other people. Um, and at that point, I went to the different Rabbanim who I was able to find on the Internet who have um, their Dafyomi on, on tape already and have, in fact, already converted the entire set to the MP3. Uh, at that point, we went, you know, essentially, um, after kind of speaking to different Rabbanim and, and trying to understand the marketplace of what's out there, uh, Rev. David Grossman was really the one who stood out in terms of wanting to go forward with this. He was very excited and getting other people to learn more, and, and he loved the fact that it was so easily usable and didn't require technical knowledge. Um, and when he heard all the different points, he said, to quote him, basically, he said, any way to be Marbit Stora in, in the world is fantastic. I support it. Let's go do it. Uh, you're using the iPod for... Uh for this particular product, are, are, do you have any indication there's a demand for other audio players in a similar application? Well, we love the iPod uh, for many reasons, one of which is that, uh, you know, people in general in the world love the iPod, and the iPod has such a, you know, tremendous excitement around it. Uh, I'm not the biggest techno guru. I understand that you're, you're very techno-savvy. Uh, for the little that I was able to just quickly read up on you. Uh, but my understanding is that there isn't really much difference between the different devices. You know, I, I believe MP3 players are basically glorified hard drives. Uh, but, you know, putting that aside, the iPod itself has obviously so much excitement around it in terms of general publicity. I don't know how many they sold, but they are just, like, the biggest, obviously the biggest craze these days. So we figured if we're going to make this an exciting and unique product and get out there and get people, you know, to really jump on board, why not use the additional hook uh, that Apple's created um, and ride on that, on that excitement? So that's why we chose the iPod. We're not uh, at this time planning using any other technologies or any other uh, creative players. We're very happy with the iPod. And now, uh, obviously, Rabbi Grossman's um, his, his commentaries are available online for people to download. Um, are you doing anything to make them available to people who might not uh, want to uh, just use an iPod? Are you doing anything like CDs or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we have a number of options um, in the pipeline that we're working on. Um, the biggest demand, other than the Shas Pod uh, per se, which is, you know, of course, a preloaded 20-gigabyte iPod with the entire set of Shurim, um preloaded on it, uh, the biggest demand we've we've received, other than that product itself, is for people who already have the iPod, and they're saying to us, "Well, we've already purchased an iPod. Whether they have a 20 or a 40 or a 60, whatever they have, they have an iPod, and they'd like us to now go ahead and upload the shots for them." And that's a service that actually will be launching, God willing, tomorrow, uh, where we'll be able to take in other people's iPods and upload um, the Shiramanda for them. Um, ultimately, we hope to release a DVD set. Uh, but we're not there yet. And and for the benefit of people who are uh, listening in, uh, by tomorrow you mean uh, Tuesday, the twenty second of March. God willing, by Tuesday, yeah. God willing, uh, by some point on Tuesday, we should have the iPod service up where we can work with people with iPods. Okay. And you also um, indicated uh, when you spoke with the New York Times that. Uh, there are a number of ultra-Orthodox uh, listeners who, for whatever reason, don't use the Internet themselves, and that's one of the reasons that uh, your service is a benefit for them. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I guess there's a little irony involved in that right now you can only order from us via the web, but at the same time, uh, the beauty of having the Shaspot sent to you preloaded is, of course, that you really don't even need a computer at home 
uh, to have to tinker with, you know, actually downloading individual files or understanding the iTunes program or uploading individual files. Um, essentially, by sending out the ShotSpot preloaded, um, it really, you know, uh, I guess allows you to really have no technical knowledge whatsoever and just, you know, uh, take it out of the box and literally learn straight from there. One of the things that struck me when I was um, just listening a little bit to uh, some of Rabbi Grossman's commentaries is um, the content is very intense and, and um, you know, very, very high quality, uh, but the, the recording quality leaves a little bit something to be desired. Are you going to be doing any work on that, or is it just uh, too massive an undertaking to go back and, and redo it? Well, there's a, you know, there's always a balance um, in terms of quality of sound um, and space. Um, you know, we, we struggled at the beginning in terms of trying to figure out what the best price point was on the, on, on the shot spot. And, you know, our, our thinking from the get-go was not to make this too expensive at all. We wanted to be, frankly, accessible to as many people who want to join the Dafyomi and, and really encourage people to start learning Dafyomi who haven't already or maybe for people who are viewing. Uh, in doing so, we had to make sure that we run the smallest iPod possible to keep the price down. Um, and, you know, obviously there are different levels, kilobytes of, all, um, of, of MP3s, although I'm not familiar with all the technical details. My understanding is that, you know, there are different levels. Each level gives you greater quality, but, of course, takes up more space. So we, we went for the, for the quality level that could fit on a 20-gig iPod. We didn't want to, at the time, go up to the 40-gig, which was the next one offered at the time. I think now Apple may have come out with other products, uh, but that was really the thinking at the time. Um, so far, people have been very happy, and I know people have been listening to Rabbi Grossman for years, even when he was, you know, back way back when, when he was just on tape. Uh, so my understanding is people are very happy, and you know, hopefully the quality will will stay with people. We're going to take a moment here and uh, uh, take time out from our interview with Yehuda Schmidman and hear a brief selection from one of the uh, shiurim or lectures by Rabbi Grossman. The sound quality is a little bit below what you might expect in a podcast, and Rabbi Grossman does um, speak rather extensively, quoting uh, from the Talmud in Hebrew, and he uses Hebrew expressions a lot, but it's interesting to give you a sense of just what these kinds of lectures would sound like to a Shaspod purchaser. Well, if it wasn't for the fact that Rebbe is a great man, Shagavar Rabbam, who Kisavtihu, you would have embarrassed him. He could have answered you a terrace that's not the right terrace. And if you would answer the wrong answer, you'll be embarrassing Rebbe. So asked that since Rebbe right now is not learning the Sefer Shabbos, you should not go and ask them a question, a Shailah here for Shabbos. You're talking lucky that Rebbe answered the right terrace. Somebody was somebody was carrying on top of him you had it on you from the daytime and then it comes at night time and now you walk outside with it it's chayiv why? because akiras gufoy is kakiras chayfetz dami here that's a short sample of one of the Talmud lectures by Rabbi David Grossman of Los Angeles the rabbi whose lectures appear on the Shaspod the iPod completely loaded with lectures on the Talmud for the Daf Yomi cycle, which is being distributed by Shaspod.com. Yehuda Schmidman is the creator of the Shaspod, and the site is www. 
shaspod, S-H-A-S-P-O-D.com. Now, studying the Talmud is probably the largest uh, uh, religious undertaking of this kind that you could uh, conceive of putting on an iPod. Is there something else in the works that's going to be the next step? What, what, what other um, opportunities do you see for, for religious study, religious education? Sure. I think one of the beauty, you know, one of the beautiful things about technology, when you combine it with core study, is that the possibilities are endless. I mean, this could be, and we have, you know, uh, I don't know if you spoke at the times, but the chief rabbi of Venezuela um, now has the shas pod. There are people across the world who have a shas pod, and we, in fact, we have um, orders from over seventy cities in the world. We have orders from South Africa and from the UK, and of course from the US. Um, and you know, I think all from the reactions that we're getting from the people who are using the Shaspat, one of the amazing things is people are saying this is really bringing Torah into their lifestyles, um, either to a greater degree or uh, maybe to, to a new degree. Uh, but I think you're, you're right on, and there are so many new, really limitless possibilities. Um, I'll just give you a sneak preview. One of the things that we're trying to do, of course, is work with some other areas that Rabbi Grossman has covered. Um, he is, I mean, he's a fantastic market here. And, you know, not only does he have the Dafyomi, but he has Shiurim on Parshat HaShavua, Shiurim on the Chagim. Um, and hopefully as we continue to innovate and work with the Shaspat concept, we'll be able to offer more and more Torah learning opportunities. All right. Is there anything that um, I didn't ask you about that you wanted to mention? Sure. I mean, I, I guess, you know, what I would throw in is we're always looking for ideas and way to improve. Um, I think that if, if there's anybody out there listening, an idea. We certainly want to work with it. Uh, you know, we're, we've been very excited about. It. We've been very excited about the response. Frankly, we didn't know how this would do. I mean, it could have come out, and people could have laughed it away. But uh, we're just, you know, very excited at the reaction. Um, I'll just tell you, you know, a quick story. At the CMA shops itself on March uh, on March second, I believe. Um, you know, we were. <laughs> you know, there was obviously CMA shops was simulcasted worldwide. Uh, but the core, or one of the cores, was at Madison Square Garden, another one at Continental Arena. Um, I was personally at Madison Square Garden handing out flyers outside the garden to people as they were entering and exiting. Um, and even there, people's reaction, you know, especially in the heat of the moment and in, in witnessing the only the 11th CM, um, obviously the energy level was very high. And I think, uh, you know, any way to make Dafyomi learning more accessible or more available, um, you know, thankfully is 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 being welcomed and you know anything we could do in terms of making Torah learning easier we'd love we'd love to get involved with so uh, thank you again for your time I really appreciate it and can you give uh, us just give us a sense if you can of uh, how the sales are going sure I mean the you know we went live the Thursday before the CM I believe the CM was on a Tuesday uh, it's a little bit of a blur because it's been an exciting and jam-packed couple of weeks uh, but we went live Thursday, uh, so that means we've been on with shaspods.com now probably about, I guess it's three weeks almost. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's the, every, the, the, you know, the traffic has been phenomenal. Um, the sales have been phenomenal. Um, you know, we're not giving, we're not giving out uh, exact numbers, but uh, I can tell you Robert Grossman's very happy and, and uh, you know, this, certainly the, the piece in the New York Times helped get a tremendous amount of exposure, and hopefully this will get more exposure and reach more people into getting into the Dafyomi cycle. That's terrific. Thank you very much, Yehuda. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Have a great night. You too. 
That was Yehuda Schmidman, who is the inventor of the Shas Pod, an iPod completely loaded with a cycle of lectures on the Talmud by Rabbi David Grossman of Los Angeles. The complete cycle of Dafyomi lectures at the rate of one page per day takes a full seven and a half years to complete. For more information on the Shas Pod, visit www.shaspod.com. This is Steve Lubetkin, the author of Compu Schmooze. Our column is in the Jewish Community Voice of Southern New Jersey. We also are on the web at www.compuschmooze.com. If you have comments on our podcast or on our blog, please email us at steve at lubetkin, L-U-B-E-T-K-I-N dot net. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again later on the web.